has risen. He has risen indeed. <laughs> you know, um, so we do that at Easter. Mm-hmm. You know the other one we do where it's like, God is good. And then the congregation goes all the time. All the time. Went to a church once. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the worship leader got up and said, God is good. And I went all the time. And I was the only person. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, so now I which is, guess every responsive thing. <laughs> because that can't be a, a just, like, that's not just an army thing. No. Because, I'm, like, I've heard it in other places and in God's Not Dead, the yeah, first it's one. On, it's on movies. So yeah. I was like, I guess we, we don't do that here. Okay. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so we're talking yes. about um, resurrection. And and kind of the next forty days between. Don't worry, it's not going to be as long as last time. I know it took us an hour to talk about. Yeah. Twenty four hours. Yes. It, does, uh, it won't take us as long to talk about forty days. I promise. All right. So I currently have my Bible open to Luke twenty four. Okay. Luke is the third gospel. Matthew, Mark, Luke. It's yep. the third book in the New Testament. Luke 24, it says, On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came to the tomb bringing spices they'd prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. They went in but didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men stood by them in dazzling clothes. So the women were terrified and bowed down to the ground. Why are you looking for the living among the dead? asked the man. He's not here. He has risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee? Saying, it is necessary that the Son of Man be betrayed into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and rise on the third day. And they remembered his words. These are the women. Yeah. They're starting to piece together all the things that Jesus had said. Uh And I imagine, you know, maybe seeing Jesus on the cross that kind of thing. As much as there was a disheartening, they're like, okay. Yeah. He's talked about this and we didn't understand. Yeah. So sometimes I do wonder if like, it was just complete disheartenment or if there was hope that the rest of what Jesus was saying was going to happen. Yeah. Was actually going to happen three days later. Yeah. Um, Which is true. Like there is that, that I wonder if, or I hope that. Yeah. Where they they get to a point of realizing, yes, we've heard this, we can expect it, or was the resurrection still totally unexpected for them? Yeah. I mean, it would have had to be unexpected enough for them to take the spices. Yeah. If we keep reading, in verse 9, it says, Returning from the tomb, reported all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Mary Magdalene, Joanna, the mother, sorry, Mary, mother of James, and the other women with them were telling the apostles. The words seemed like nonsense to them, and they did not believe the women. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. When he stooped to look in, he saw only linen cloths, so he went away amazed at what had happened. If we flip the um, on for a second, yeah. this is my favorite. Yeah. John is my favorite account of finding the empty tomb. 
And you'll find out why in a minute. I think I've briefly talked about it before. John 20. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early, while it was still dark. She saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. She went running to Simon Peter and to the other disciple, the one Jesus loved. John's talking about himself there. And said to them, We've taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where we put him. At that, Peter and the other disciple um, went out, heading for the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and got to the tomb first. <laughs> John, it's just like a humble brag there. Like It's true. Um, I got to Jesus' empty tomb before Peter, but it's <laughs> not yeah. the point. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So then, and then in verse 5, it says, Stooping down, he saw linen cloth lying there, but did not go in. Mm-hmm. Um, then, following him, so just reaffirming that Peter came in trailing behind him. Yeah. Following him, Simon Peter also came. He entered the tomb and saw the linen cloth lying there. The wrapping that had been on his head was not lying with the linen cloth, but was folded up in a separate place by itself. The other disciple had reached the tomb first (laughs) and also went in and saw and believed for they did not yet understand the scripture that he might rise from the dead and the disciples returned to the place where they were staying oh they didn't didn't realize Mm -mm. i mean again and we've talked about this before it's a lot easier for us to be like come on (laughs) yeah exactly because we have that hindsight yeah, we, like, ha- we have the whole story. Yeah. Like, I look at it, and I'm like, come on, guys. Like, you have now seen all these other things mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. And this one, you still don't believe. But, like, it would be hard. Mm-hmm. It would <laughs> be, be hard to believe it. Yeah. Um, Back to Luke 24, because we're flip-flopping again. Yep. Good old <laughs> flip-flopping. I, I think we're just going to kind of stay, for the most part, in Luke and John. Perfect. Um. Luke 24, verse 13. Now now that same day, two of them were on their way to the village called Emmaus, which was about seven miles from Jerusalem. Together, they were discussing everything that had taken place. And while they were discussing and arguing, Jesus himself came near and began to walk along with them. But they were prevented from recognizing him. Then he asked them, what is the dispute you're having with each other as you're walking? And they stopped walking and looked discouraged. One named Cleopas answered him, are you the only visitor in Jerusalem who doesn't know the things that have happened there in these days? What things? He asked them. They said to him, these things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, powerful in action and speech before God and all the people and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be sentenced to death and they crucified him. But we were hoping that he was the one who was to, about to redeem Israel. Besides all of this, it's the third day since these things happened. Moreover, some women from our group astounded us. They arrived early at the tomb and they didn't find his body. They came and reported that they'd seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they didn't see him. Oh, so stop there for a minute. There's, yeah. Again, there's a lot packed into there, that. There is in that very, well, I don't know how many verses that is, but there is a very 
there's a lot in that small section. But like, first of all, I always wonder, and, and this isn't the only account that happens. It happens in another account at the tomb itself. How, was Jesus, did he look different? Yeah. Because they didn't recognize him. Or, you know those moments, <clears throat> like, when you see somebody out of context? Yeah. And then you don't recognize them, and then it just stays that way? Yeah. Like, would it have been, like, would God have done that? Yeah. So that they, it purposefully. Yeah. Or, like, because they're not expecting, like, yeah, because Jesus was dead. Like, they're not expecting to see Jesus. Yeah, that's true. Or like, is there, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe he looked. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I've always wondered that, though, because they're not, these guys aren't the only ones. No. Um, and exactly. so I often wonder, like, did he look different? Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't shiny Jesus this time. No. Like, he it wasn't like there Jesus was. A few weeks ago. Yeah. It wasn't like there was a glow around him or something that would yeah. shift that. Like. It was, it's just interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that's in, that I didn't really pick up on this until a while ago, like a couple yeah. years ago, but they specifically say, besides all of this, it's the third day since these things have happened. The mm-hmm. third day was like the day that for sure this person is not coming back to life. Like right. their body is dead. Yeah. Um, and that's why the three days is significant. Oh, interesting. Um, that was like, and that's why they were going with burial spices because that was for sure the day that like there was no chance. Not that there was a chance, like um, yeah. they, they poked Jesus' heart with a spear and it was blood and water. Like it like, showed heart failure. Okay, so hang on. I always thought they didn't go with the spices until the third day because it was leading into the sabbath well that too but the sabbath technically the third yeah. day would have been um monday okay yeah technically we celebrated on sunday but technically yeah. the third day would have been monday right i guess so they yeah. wouldn't have gone from sundown on friday when they took him off the cross to sundown yeah. on saturday because of the sabbath yeah um but they they could have gone Saturday night or yeah. Sunday. True. Yeah. That's interesting. I never thought about that. Yeah. And so that's why, like, back with Lazarus, too, mm-hmm. Jesus showed up uh, when his body would have been dead, dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dead, yeah. Dead. dead. There's a movie with that line, The Princess Bride. Oh, he's, only, right. he's only mostly dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, anyways <laughs> i digress uh, so then back still in luke 24 in verse 25 yeah. it says he said to them how foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken wasn't mm-hmm. it necessary for the messiah to suffer these things and enter into his glory beginning with moses and the prophets he interpreted for them things concerning himself in all the scriptures. So like this must have been a decently long walk because yeah. to go through Moses and all the prophets and he's like breaking down how he fulfilled Old Testament. Yeah. Them. 
they would have known the, they would have known all those scriptures yeah already he came near the village where they were going and he gave them the impression that he was going farther he urged then they urged him stay with us because it's almost evening and now the day is almost over so he went in to stay with them first mm-hmm. of all i've always wondered like was he just hinting like okay i'll see <laughs> you later <laughs> which i mean could be or, or did he have other plans i don't know what plans he would have <laughs> well and okay so but here's the thing with that though is jesus would know yeah so i don't know so i think that i think he was waiting for an invite yeah or probably waiting, i mean he would have figured it out either yeah, way but waiting for their eyes to open mm-hmm. um so then it says um, oh go ahead go ahead no i was just going back to you mentioned how long of a road it, or how long of a conversation it was yeah on the road to emmaus they left jerusalem mm-hmm. right so that's seven miles so if you figure walking seven miles you can have a long conversation that's true now i don't know at how far in yeah into the miles jesus appeared but it does say yeah. seven miles so i'm like mine, even if he appeared at four miles yeah mine that's says still a long time about 60 stadia one stadion is 600 feet so like that's a long that's a long walk yeah it is it's not a long drive no, but, but when you're walking walk. it. Yeah. Like, when I think about my half marathon, yeah, it took me a, a very long time to run, and that's only yeah. 13 miles. Exactly. Like, well, I guess 13 miles is longer, but I'm like, you got to figure it's a couple hours at least, exactly. depending on how fast they're walking. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then quickly, in verse 30, um, it was as he reclined at the table with them, he took the bread, blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to them. Mm-hmm. And their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. But he disappeared from their sight. Which we were talking, I don't know if this was the actual passage, but we were talking about Jesus disappearing a couple weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, I think this is the one we actually found when yeah. I Googled it, that yeah. he just basically disappeared. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just... It, it, it baffles me like and the significance of their eyes being opened at a dinner yeah there's because four day four four days prior mm-hmm. they might not have been there these specific disciples yeah um they would have known about it yeah right like dinner where he's like this is my body this is my yeah. like my blood like this and, in remembrance of me and it was with bread yeah is what open their eyes yeah it's do you just, think uh, i was just gonna ask if you thought that they were uh if they thought they were stupid when they <laughs> like <laughs> what <laughs> we followed this guy for three years and we don't recognize him right i always picture them going like boy <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> of course of yeah. course this is him <laughs> exactly like sometimes i'm like what did they think when he was explaining all the prophecies and the fulfillment of the prophecies yeah exactly like who did they think he was yeah and like explaining it not just with a head knowledge but with an authority just to circle this back to to real not to real life because this was real life but current where we are 
think about times that we don't recognize Jesus yeah. speaking to us. Exactly. Now it's different because we're not physically standing in front of him or seeing each other on a screen like Courtney and I are right now, but like, yeah, there is, I don't know. There's times that even we don't recognize him. And then later we go, Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or times Jesus. when like they would have been in mourning. Yeah. Times when we are really struggling with stuff mm-hmm. and like, like COVID. Yeah. Why is this happening? This is not good. How could this be? Yeah. Possible. How I like, I don't see Jesus in this at all. Yeah. Um, now I look back over the last two years. Yeah. And there are so many Jesus moments mm-hmm. that I are. probably was not smart enough to recognize yeah. when it was actually happening. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and I was just like, yeah. And so I, it's similar for mm-hmm. seeing him physically. Yeah. And, and I think with them too, it's different because it's also the shock of like, yeah. What? Like, so it is different, but it did make me think like, what yeah. are the times that I miss out on seeing Jesus? Exactly. There's also times when I am maybe actually sitting and eating or I'm just like out for a walk and I mm-hmm. start to think about something and I go, Oh my goodness, that was Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like it like clicks in my yeah. head. Mm-hmm. Which I, I think is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I think I think the Holy Spirit opens their eyes. Yeah. Their spirits are ready. Yeah, I think so. Just yeah. like think like we're we're our eyes are open and things are revealed to us when we're ready for it. Yeah, exactly. And we're gonna flip to John 20 for a minute, back to John 20. Okay. In verse 24, so just prior to this, Jesus shows up to the, the other disciples and kind mm-hmm. of commissions them. Yeah. Um, he shows them his hands and, and his feet. But Thomas, uh, for whatever reason, isn't there. Yeah. Or Thomas is like. I know, he gets a bad up. rap. Yeah. Um, and then he comes back and the disciples are like, guys, Jesus, or Thomas, Jesus came. Jesus was here. Mm-hmm. And Thomas is like, um, it's really like it too soon. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a funny joke. Yeah. Exactly. Like, no, no, seriously. And he's like, no, like, and I actually, our family, um, Sunday school this week is about yeah. Thomas. And so our family devotions this week touch on this and oh, about that's cool. how, how many times do we doubt Jesus? Yeah. How many times do we doubt his involvement in a situation like we just talked about? Mm-hmm. Um, so then in verse 24, but Thomas called twin, one of the 12 was not with him when Jesus came. The other disciples were telling him, we've seen the Lord. And he said, if I don't see the mark of the nails in his hand, put the, my finger into the mark of the nails and put my hand into the side, I will never believe. Mm-hmm. A week later, a whole week goes by. Yeah. And his disciples were indoors again, and Thomas was with them. Even though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. So he just showed up. It's yeah. like he disappeared a week before. He just yeah. shows up. Yeah. Um, Which Thomas, is so cool. And then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and look at my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Don't be faithless, but believe. Um. Yeah. Doesn't tell us. I have a suspicion 
he went off to be by himself. Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. That's that's kind of my my suspicion. Yeah, which is possible. Yeah. Um and and he knew, of course, because he's Jesus, but he knew exactly what Thomas needed. Yeah. In order to believe. It's true. Jesus knows exactly what we need. Yeah. Um and he's he's giving it to us. We just need to have enough faith to put our hands in the nail holes. Exactly. Um yeah, so he knew exactly what Thomas needed. Mm-hmm. As soon as he did that, he said, my Lord and my God, he knew. Yeah. What he knew he was Jesus. Mm-hmm. But poor Thomas went a full week. Yeah. Not Still. knowing that Jesus had resurrected. Yeah. Not, not, not believing that Jesus exactly. had resurrected. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I never thought about that. I never actually. I don't think I ever noticed that before. That it no. was a full week. Um, and then verse twenty nine, Jesus says, "Because you've seen me, you've believed. Blessed are those who have not yet seen and yet believe." Mm. Um. Yeah, I just like there's something special. I mean, obviously, there's something special about this whole story. Yeah. But he. He was being so kind, Thomas, mm-hmm. even in his disbelief and his doubt. Yeah. And he's the same kindness to us. Yeah. Um, and I bet you, Thomas gets a bad rap. Like, he does. Poor guy's nickname is Doubting Thomas. Yeah. He has one lapse in judgment because he doesn't believe that somebody came back from the dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and for the next 2,000 years... <laughs> Yeah. We all call him Doubting Thomas. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's true. Poor guy. Um, like, you could call me Doubting Courtney. I know. I was like, but how many of us have had yeah. our own doubts and our own, like, yeah. questions? And that's the criteria for getting a terrible nickname like Doubting Thomas. Yeah. You should probably call me Doubting Courtney because yeah. I've never really doubted the resurrection. Yeah. But, like... I have doubted a lot or questioned a lot yeah. in my life. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think we all have. Actually, I hope we all have. Yeah, exactly. Because those doubts and those questions are what build our faith. Yeah. When it's we're true. afraid to ask the questions and we're afraid to pursue the truth in our doubt. Yeah. That we really struggle. And that our faith becomes surface level. Yeah, it's true. And we become, um, we just follow, follow the crowd instead of yeah. following our own faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to skip over the next couple of verses, but in chapter 21, this is, again, I, I, for some reason, like I knew this part of the story, but it just really uh, clicked with me this year. Yeah. After this, Jesus had revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. He revealed himself in this mm-hmm. way. Simon Peter, Thomas, called twin, Nathaniel from Cana of Galilee, Zebedee's sons, and two others of his disciples were together. Peter said to them, we're coming with you, they told them. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Side note. Um, I was listening to 
think it was Lisa Harper's podcast, actually. Yeah. And um, they were talking in this about how this was their way of saying, like, we haven't really seen, like, knew he was yeah. resurrected because he's already appeared. But, like, mm-hmm. we haven't seen him. Yeah. We're going back to our old life. Yeah. Um, they weren't just, like, it wasn't, they, they weren't just going leisure fishing. They were going back to their life as fishermen. Yeah, it's true. Which I never thought about. I just always assumed it was like, let's go have some fun, and we know how to yeah, do this. So Exactly. Um, and then in verse 4, when daybreak came, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples didn't know it was him. Friends, Jesus called to them. You don't have any fish, do you? No, they answered. Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you'll find some. They did. And they were unable to haul it in because of the large number of fish. The disciple, the one Jesus loved, John, said to Peter, It's the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he tied his outer clothing around him, for he had not taken it off, and plunged into the sea. Since they were not far from the land, about a hundred yards away, the other disciples came in in the boat, dragging the net full of fish. When they got out on land, they saw charcoal, a charcoal fire there with fish lying on it and bread. Again, bread. Um, Bring some of the fish you've just caught, Jesus told them. So Simon Peter climbed up and hauled the net ashore, full of large fish, 153 of them. Even though there were so many, the net was not torn. Come and have breakfast, Jesus told them. None of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? Because they knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them, and he did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared. So, I just, like, um, again, where was, where was he in between Mm -hmm. Thomas and this? Like, we don't know. Yeah. Um, But they they weren't expecting it. Yeah. I, I have, I suspect that every time he left them now, they probably weren't expecting him to come back. Yeah. Um, I don't know that, but that's kind of my, my guess. Yeah. Um, Peter, what a guy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like they're a hundred meters out. Is that what it said? A hundred yards. Yeah. A hundred yards out. And the rest of the disciples are going to row in with their fish. And Peter's like, I'm not waiting. (laughs) Yeah. He comes out and he swims slash runs to Jesus. Yeah. This is the second time we see Peter jump out of a boat to get to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time we talk about it all the time when it comes to faith is Peter walking on water. Yeah. Both times Peter jumped out because his eyes were on Jesus. Mm-hmm. And his eyes were on his savior. Um, and like, he's just so keen and I think we can all hope to be like Peter. Yeah. He's, he's becoming, I think, one of my favorite disciples. Yeah. Yeah. I do like Peter. Yeah. I mean, he, he's a little rough around the edges, I think. A lot of us are, can be a little rough around the edges. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, and then on the, sorry, did you have anything to say about that passage? No. It just, that's my favorite. 
It's like, yeah. I've heard Jesus was cooking brunch on the beach. I've yeah. heard the disciples like pass over to the right side and they pull up a bunch of fish. Um, and I've heard Peter jumping out of the boat, but I've never like let my heart hear it. Yeah. Um, I think, and, and I think so often we need to jump out of the boat. Yeah. To get to Jesus. Yeah. Um, we can't just stay where it's dry mm-hmm. and warm. Yeah. Um, then after they had, uh, verse 15, when they'd eaten breakfast, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Feed my lambs, he told them. A second time he asked them, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, he said to them, said to him, you know that I love you. Shepherd my sheep, he told him. 17, he asked him, and the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved that he asked him a third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Feed my sheep, Jesus said. Huh. Yeah. there is great significance to the fact that Jesus asked him three times. Yeah. Because four days or I guess a week. Yeah. Ish earlier. Peter said, I don't, I don't know him three times, (laughs) three times. So this is like Peter's redemption. Yeah. Be able to say, I love you three times. Yeah. It's interesting. Hey, yeah, and I mean, he didn't really, he didn't need to do the physical act of it. Yeah. But I think for Peter, he didn't need to do it for Jesus' sake. Yeah. He needed to do it for Peter's sake. Yeah. Right? Like, um, and, and I think it's important for us to look to Jesus mm-hmm. and say, I love you. I have done some terrible things. Yeah. Um, here's what they are. And I love you. Yeah. Um, so all of this stuff kind of goes on for a while. Um, Jesus does some final teachings, mm-hmm. um, which we encourage you to go and look. And again, go through all four yeah. gospels. Exactly. Flip flop and compare. Yeah. yeah. Um, then back to Luke 24 in verse 50, it says, then he led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, lifting up his hands. He blessed them. And while he was blessing him, blessing them, he left them and was carried up into heaven. After worshiping him, they returned to Jerusalem with great joy and they were continually in the temple praising God. Hmm. 40 days after he resurrected, yeah. Um, we watched him ascend to heaven. Yeah. And contrary, not contrary, opposite <laughs> of their reaction 40 yeah. days prior mm-hmm. with the death, we watched him ascend to heaven with great joy. Yeah. And they didn't stop worshiping. Yeah. And I just like, 
it's almost the same. It's not the same thing. He's not dead. Like, mm-hmm. that is clear to them. But, like, yeah. they still had to say goodbye to him for an unknown amount of time. Yeah. Um, and, like, goodbye to him, and they were not going to run into him on the road. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yet they still had a great joy. Yeah, which is... I- I can imagine there was some some grief in the joy. Yeah. Like we 40 days ago we thought he was gone forever and now now he might be again. Yeah, exactly. Um but there's a great joy because they're seeing the prophecies come to life. Yeah. Exactly. Right? And, and so they have a greater understanding of their 30 20, 30, 40 years of knowledge. Yeah. From the Bible. They exactly. Have a understanding of what they've been taught, both by Jesus and by other rabbis and other teachers. Yeah, exactly. Which is huge. Like, yeah. 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 So it's just like, these are some of my favorite stories. Yeah. And we don't, I think we struggle sometimes to focus on the post resurrection. Yeah. Yeah. We go, he was gone. He wasn't in the tomb anymore. Yeah. But then we like kind of skip to Paul's writings. If you put yourself in the position of disciples, I want to be like Peter. Yeah. Where you know, I know that I'm going to mess up. Yeah. I know that I am going to get scared. Mm -hmm. I'm probably not going to cut off a guard's ear. Yeah. I mean, I do have a sword, but I don't know how to wield it very well. So, <laughs> Which is probably a good thing. <laughs> um, I am going to venture to say that even if we don't say it with our mouths, we have all made choices that in our actions have denied Jesus. And yeah, I would agree with that. Peter shows us there's still hope. Just Yeah, I just obviously try to be like Jesus, but... Also, put yourself in the perspective of of the disciples mm-hmm. and the women. Once, uh, once, once the women find the empty tomb, we don't hear a lot about them anymore. It's true. Um, but when Paul start, like when Paul came around and the early church really got going, women mm-hmm. were a huge part of that. Yeah. Keep digging into your Bible. Keep looking yeah. for where things are recorded more than once. Because that's that's where we know that it's really important, right? Exactly. And, um, I see which characters you identify with each time you read it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I identify better with other characters. This year, I have identified with Peter a lot more. And and I like that you said this year because I think as we grow and change, yeah. Um we're going to identify with different people and different um, stories or lessons in the Bible. Every Easter, something else really sticks out to me in these, in these scriptures. Um, And actually doing this podcast has helped me process the stories a little bit better. Yeah. And even this is, so one of the things I like about having people to talk about, this kind of stuff with having that community 
of believers is that you can have these conversations. Yeah. And, and it doesn't have to be okay. Everybody, we're going to meet together in a church and sit around a table or sit around. It literally can be like, um, it literally can be like while we're driving. Like exactly. it's amazing how like our our family often it turns into yeah so, exactly what do you guys think about this like I was reading this and I don't understand or there's there's been times and I think it drives our niece crazy but there's been times yeah. where we're all in a group chat with my niece and I'll yeah. go hey dad I was reading this in the Bible what do you think and then Alicia will weigh in and then my mom will weigh in our niece will go what am I talking about yeah. <laughs> But like, and so when you, and it doesn't just have to be your family, like it can no. be a group of friends or whatever, yeah. but like when you have those people and you can be like, what do you think about that? Like yeah. then it actually helps to expand your understanding. Yeah. Or yeah. sometimes just adds more questions, but exactly. <laughs> it ultimately will help expand your understanding. Yeah. Um, before we go, like I said, how do I see who you identify with in these stories? Maybe it's the women. Maybe it's the disciples on the road to Emmaus. Maybe it's Peter. Maybe it's um, Thomas, down in Thomas. Mm-hmm. I hope and pray that times at least you can identify with the disciple who Jesus loved. Yeah. That you can identify with, you were the first one to make it to the empty tomb. Mm-hmm. You can identify with the knowledge that you are loved by Jesus. Yes. Um, and and not just, and not just head knowledge yeah. of that. Yeah. That you know in your heart of hearts that Jesus loves you and that yeah. you are important to him. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, those, those are some of my prayers for everybody listening is, is identify, see who you identify with and, Ask Jesus, if you don't know, ask him to show you. Um, and ask him to show you his love for you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank we will you. be back next week. Yay. Bye. Bye.